Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Awaken Creators, a podcast for high vibe creatives, providing you spiritually grounded guidance to reawaken your creativity and help you release blocks, restore flow, and reclaim your joy. I am your host and so happy to be here. My name is Amanda, and I am the founder of Awaken Creators. We have an amazing interview for you today. We're talking all about the healing power of creativity. And my guest today, get this guys, is translating the energy of emotions into beautiful works of art. She is the multidisciplinary artist behind Lunar Lilt, who's whipping up gorgeous artworks and designs, as well as wearable art and other mystical offerings, including one very surprising project that's coming down the pike. You do not want to miss this. So stick around to the end and join me in welcoming Chelsea Sky to the show. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I am so happy to have you here with us today. So thank you for agreeing to come on. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. So I want to pick your brain on the healing power of creativity and how we utilize our creative expression as a source of healing in our lives. But before we get into all of that, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it, can you tell our audience who may not be familiar with your work about what you do? How would you describe the work that you do? <laughs> okay, yeah, this is like my hardest question because I always have trouble nailing down what I do, but in a nutshell and kind of what I, when I have to have an artist bio, um, my general kind of thing that I say is that, and it's true, I'm <laughs> just saying it, but um, is that I'm really creating with emotions, you know, like art, like trying to mix emotion and art. And that's really the basis of everything that I do. It all comes from this basis of emotion and yeah so I do a lot of I work with so many different mediums to kind of bring this to life I paint um, a lot of my work is digital work I do a lot of logo work with clients um, graphic design work um, macrame yeah uh, watercolor wood burning writing uh, kind of you name it I just let myself bounce around to any artistic medium that wants to be used with to represent those emotions. And so it is hard to pin down, <laughs> but I also do um, kind of integrate the healing aspect of that and the energy work in my energy symbols. I do energetic symbols, again, um, working with those emotions and those feelings and that energy. And yeah, so that's kind of the basis of of it all and it's very like all over the place and um yeah i jump around to all these different mediums and just have fun and i'm trying to just bring as much joy to it as i can that's awesome well don't feel bad for being multidisciplinary <laughs> i think that's definitely a strength um and you know the idea that we have to choose something i think is a little outdated so that's awesome that you have so many different ways of expressing yourself Thanks. through your work. Um, and those energy symbols, 
Can you tell us a little bit more about those? Cause they're, I've never seen anyone doing quite what you're doing. And so mm-hmm. how do those come forward? Like what is the process of bringing an energy symbol forward? Well, the way that the whole concept kind of came forward um, started when I was little, I guess, because I, I remember when my grandpa, my pa passed away, I made, I was in the midst of, as he was kind of transitioning, he was, I was making this, um, back then I just called it a doodle, but it was like a full page art piece. And I was about, I was in middle school, I was probably about 12 years old, I want to say. Um, and I was just filling this art piece with doodles and um, it was kind of just this thing that I'd never seen before, but I was like really into making it and really into finishing it. And my pa, who was himself, he, he did art um, and he, mm-hmm. he wasn't able to do it for a living, but he really um, found himself. I think he found a lot of magic in art and drawing horses and um he said to me, you should always sign your work. And that was like the last kind of big life lesson he said Mm -hmm. to me looking at that, that picture I was making. And so um, I ended up, he passed away and I finished it after he passed away, but in time for him, his funeral and um, in time to put it in the casket. So I made a photocopy and put, put the original with him to stay with him and kept the photocopy, which I still have to this day. And I did the same kind of process about a year ago with my Nana actually in her, in her casket um, with my more recent style of energy symbols. But that's kind of what I, what I first identify as where I started doing that. And I didn't realize it at all. Um, It's just kind of art that flows out and um, it never, it's really, it's usually very abstract, uh, but you can see a lot of symbolism in it. And Mm -hmm. Then I met um, my friend Kayla, who has, and she has a business now called Cosmic Vibrance, um, but we met at, I was working with children and we met there. And she was very well versed in energy work. Um, she does a lot of different modalities. And she said to me, I think, like she kind of broached, like brought the concept up to me about what I was doing and kind of said, I think you're putting like light language, um, energy kind of like she used these terms in your work, in your art. And I had never really connected those two things. So I very much credit her for helping me connect those dots and helping me see um, that energy, like the energy was being represented in art form. And I feel like now that I've kind of traveled down that path more, I do feel like like that's all art, like all art is that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so she helped me put a name to it and she encouraged me to kind of use it as an energy healing modality with clients. And it's just been really magical ever since to see the response. It's the biggest thing that people come to me for when I'm working with clients. It's the main main thing people wanna work on or work with. And it really is like, I know, like I always see myself, I don't see myself as there to like um, be the boss or like give them this wisdom because I just 
I don't have <laughs> this wisdom per se. It's just coming through me and it's in the art. And so when we work together, I let it flow through. And I, I, with that one, I don't offer any revisions or any changes. The art piece comes out and it, it lives at it as it is. Mm. And it's supposed to really empower people and let them see the beauty that I, that I can feel reflected in their energy field. And, and I can like it, I feel like it has many, many uses. I can, I work with, I can do it with animals and plants and different archetypes. And as I said, I, it really helped me connect with my past loved ones. And um, so I've just seen it in so many different uses, but it really is meant to capture the energy of something, a person, a place. Um, I have I have plant ones, as I said, up on my website, but I also have um, goddess ones. And yeah, I have a whole bunch of different ones that come through. One time I was really excited. It was so cool because I wanted to kind of test like how, how it would work if I um, drew an energy symbol as I was listening to a certain song. And mm. so I drew one and I, I put it up on my Instagram and I just said, what song do you hear when you look at this? And the... The first guess, um, it was a Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> and the first guess, the person guessed Fleetwood Mac, um, but a different song. And then the second guess, I was like, yes, it's Fleetwood Mac, but it's a different song. The second guess, um, the person got it right because it was Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it was really cool to see how it could just be um, materialize like that and someone could just pick up on that because I'm kind of always chasing after being able to um, express my emotions and have someone pick up on them because it's it can feel isolating like I have these big huge emotions and I'm like does anyone else feel these and I guess all my art comes down to me trying to put these emotions into into a way that I can explain them um, and talking and writing is always good like I have a really close connection with writing and that is is a really good modality too but it's always it seems like art also fills in some of those blanks where you, you can't really explain it with words mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I find that really really cool when when someone can just really pick up on exactly what you were feeling and thinking. And yeah, I'm just kind of testing that and seeing where that can go. And that also can, that really comes, ties into the, that is what the energy symbols are um, in essence. Yeah. That's amazing. It's not often I feel like that an artist really receives that level of confirmation from the viewer that they, really feel the energy as it was intended. Mm-hmm. I know I've talked to other artists who have found frustration in their art being misinterpreted or not seen at the depth of what it was created with. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, I can feel like, and that happens sometimes too, I find. Um, I'll be thinking one completely different thing (laughs) in an art piece and someone will see something completely that I didn't even think of. And yeah, so it it does go to both sides of the spectrum for sure. 
Mm -hmm. So how did all of this, so you started doing these energy symbols, like how did all this morph into lunar lilt and like a, a business of actually selling your prints and I know you do like tattoo pyramids and things like that. How did that become? Um, I guess I just really got sick of working for other people and working in systems that felt broken. And um, I was working with kids and kids are such a joy. Um, the only other career I would consider pursuing other than art, I believe, is probably working with children. Um, but it's so hard to, I think, be in that place and want to help and see see these things happening that you can't um, you can't control because of policies and red tape and whatever else and it can get so so frustrating and and past that I was pretty I was pretty anxious and it was becoming really stressful to just be out in the world and working with other adults. Um, and so I have education in early learning. I have like, that is what I built my, that's what my schooling is built on and all that. Um, and eventually I, I took it to the side of it where it's, uh, I did for school practitioner work and I got certified as a forest school practitioner so I could work with kids in nature. Mm -hmm. um, so, and that's where I met my friend Kayla. But um, so that was, my first kind of career and what I was chasing and art kind of just snuck up on me. I've always done art. I've always, um, it's just always been there. Like I just, it's just a huge part of my existence. I couldn't imagine not, <laughs> not doing art every day. Um, but it became a, a career when I really just hit that wall where I had, and I had, before this, I had gone to university for a few different, I was in a philosophy major, I was in a sociology major, I was going to pursue social work. <laughs> so I was doing all these different things. Um, and yeah, it, it, it just came to the point where art just kind of slapped me in the face. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this is, this is the only route. And at the forest school, I was, I had a very part-time schedule so I wasn't there every day so I started to do art on the days when I was off um I would just basically work my art business and I didn't even call it a business I didn't even think of it in that way it came out really organically um I just started sharing my work um on Instagram and other outlets and um yeah people just started coming to me and asking for logos or tattoo designs. Um, the main thing at, at first was tattoo designs. And so I was doing a lot of custom tattoos and selling tattoo permits for the artwork that I just create daily and people wanted it tattooed so they could give me compensation. And then it became um, my full-time job because I decided not to return to the forest school. Um, it was a kind of a crossroads because they had asked me to come back full-time and I had to choose between mm -hmm. a secure, you know, full-time job or um, investing in my own, <laughs> trusting myself, which I wow. work on. <laughs> and Huge. Yeah. so I ended up 
leaving and haven't looked back and it's been it's just really grown organically and it's been it always surprises me <laughs> I never expect it especially when I'm able to just like kind of let let go and release control and just be like this is it'll grow if I let it if I just let it be and just have fun mm. and it always surprises me it's really cool to just <laughs> I'm just in kind of I'm just kind of humbled by it all like I feel like my business is its own energetic entity and I'm just here like okay <laughs> I'm along for the ride <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you're the kind of the steward <laughs> of it yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great yeah. So one of Awakened Creator's kind of main values and, and beliefs is that our creative gifts are given to us from the divine to help us heal. Mm. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that or on this idea as our creativity really being a vehicle for healing within ourselves as the creator of our work and then extending that healing outward to the larger collective yeah oh that gave me shivers because that's like that's part of why I'm so surprised all the time too in my business because whenever I can because typically when you're looking at a business you're looking at it like what can I do to advance? How can I grow? How can I keep this going? And, and those things are all important too, but um, exactly when you're, when you're integrating that, when your business is your healing and your business is healing others and, and that really is just all it is, it's, it always surprises me when I can invest in myself um, and if I can just take a breath and be like, what do I need to do for me? my business always benefits and it's mm. like you don't expect that but because it's really not what we've been told we've been told we have to you know take all these courses and learn how to run a business and there's a right way to do it and so yeah it always surprises me and I always find my best work comes through when I'm when I it's, I guess I want to say when I'm selfish, but it, 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 it's when I look at myself and I'm not worrying about what I think the audience wants to see. And I'm just like, well, I don't know if anyone will resonate with this, but I'm going through this, this hard time and I'm going to put this into an art piece. Those pieces that I think will flop because they're so personal <laughs> are mm -hmm. always the pieces that people feel the most and it's just so connective and healing for everyone involved I think when you can put your own healing into art and give like give that to the world in any way that you can because um I feel like anytime someone finds that art piece and resonates in whatever way even if they take it their own if they filter it through their own experience and it's different from how you intended it's bringing that healing and connection and in a way that it's like comfortable for all even comfortable for the people who are maybe scared to connect mm -hmm. and I know like I went through a lot of trauma early on in life and um so art was always a huge a huge anchor for me where it was like 
you could feel like maybe you weren't able to connect in other ways, but when you read someone's poem and you felt like, you just felt like, oh, I'm not, I'm not alone. And so I think even just that is so healing. And I know there's so much research on, you know, connecting and, and healing trauma through connection. And I just see art as a really good vehicle to those who might not even be able to reach out yet. Um, and, and everyone, those who are able, you know, it's just so universal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I think, and, and it's just interesting because it's not like I ever sit down and make an art piece to say, um, you know, I, I saw this happening to someone and I wanna, like, I, I guess I've done that before, but it's often like my, <laughs> my experience and I'm just making an art piece that's very personal and it ends up helping others. And it's, it's always surprising and it's always really cool to see. Yeah. And that can be really scary, though, as a creative to put something out there that's so personal and feels private almost, you know, because you know why you created it and what it really means and, and all of that. Um, And actually showing that to the world uh, can be very intimidating and scary. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the most in my writing. <laughs> that comes through a lot in my writing. It's sometimes I'll write something and I really want to share it, but I'm so scared. <laughs> um, visual art, I don't know if it's just because I've done it so much and it's become really, really easy to, but at the same time, it's like, I am like, always like, ah, people might not like this. And like, you always have that like little bit of insecurity, like, I don't know if people are going to like this. And yeah, so it's just interesting to trust yourself and and then be met with this like connective thing where it's like what you guys are all experiencing this too like I thought this was so unique (laughs) it's cool yeah yeah well I hope we get to see more of your writing thank you yeah just be curious stick it out there whatever the fuck see what happens All right. Well, you already kind of answered my next question. So I want to, since we're kind of talking about some of the challenges that you can face on your journey, I'm curious, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced on your journey and how did either your creativity help you overcome them? um, Or maybe something someone said really helped you kind of get over that hurdle do you have a challenge you'd be willing to share oh I have tons (laughs) (laughs) um I think my biggest issue um probably all the way through is just entrusting myself and when you have your own business and you're relying on your own income and it's art and so (laughs) art is so subjective that it's really personal and you really have to trust yourself and um so yeah, I've had like, even right now, I have issues. I have a hard time trusting myself and just knowing that it's going to work out, knowing that my work is what I should be making and knowing that it looks the way it should look. Um, and I know we kind of touched on like in our other conversations, but I've had definitely issues with comparing myself Um and it's funny because logically you can know, um, you can be in these comparison loops and know that um, 
the best person you can be is yourself logically but still it's so hard when you see other people that you think look like they have something that you would like to have and to just it's hard when you're comparing yourself to that and I've come to this point where I'm really trying to just say to myself um my life doesn't need to look like anyone else's for me to find happiness and I just kind of like that's been my mantra it's a long Mm -hmm. one but (laughs) I've been using that and I've just been repeating that to myself because it's 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 such a thing in this day and age where you can see everyone's life and and you don't see the full spectrum of their life. You see the good parts and of your life, you feel the the good and the bad, you feel it all. And so of course, when you look at someone else's good parts, it's going to be something where it makes you feel lesser than. And, and so just to reminding, reminding myself that I am exactly where I need to be. I, I made some like, art pieces based on this but um I'm exactly where I need to be and yeah like my life is exact is exactly what it's supposed to be and I couldn't be happier in any other life than my own and and then that then you know leads to more self-trust like trusting that what you're doing is is enough and, and exactly what you should be doing and yeah it's it's yeah that's one of my challenges <laughs> and that's always a work in progress Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That resonates with me as well. And I'm sure a lot of folks listening feel exactly the same. I will share one thing that my dad said to me once kind of related to this in that he said, greatness recognizes greatness. And I think that sometimes when we see someone else who we feel like is on a different level than us or something like the fact that we recognize that I believe anyway is because there's a part of that greatness in ourselves and it's resonating with us so rather than see it as that person has it and I don't it's like oh that person has it and the fact that I can see it means I have it in me too which can be scary to try to accept your bigness. (laughs) I think that, you know, I don't know who said it, but that's like a thing, right? That we're more afraid of our success and our our bigness than we are, that we're not good enough. And I definitely think that that's true, especially for artists who have a big, powerful message to bring out you probably have the most self-consciousness about bringing it out. I love those words um, from your dad. Those are amazing. Um, Yeah, because I really, I really feel that. And it's like, it's the same. It's the same as when you see, like, if you go out into nature and you see this beautiful thing and you get that full body emotional response and you want to put that into an art piece or you want to capture that or, you know, but the reason you're, resonating with that as you said is because that is part of you and it's just so beautiful to like let that be let that ease you into like not having to hold on so hard to it and yeah Mm -hmm. really that's really nice nice way to put it and and really comforting thanks dad (laughs) dads are the best (laughs) all right Well, besides all of your amazing art and 
energy symbols and macrame and everything else that comes out of your heart, what is something else that you're really passionate about? I would say nature, (laughs) animals, yeah. Um, Going out and exploring nature. That's really just, it's just like, I just, you know, I know everyone, everyone, I feel like, so many people find that passion too because it just it it is us as as humans you know we 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 want to get back to that and and I mean I would argue that maybe we've never left it but I mean in ways we have and yeah just immersing myself in that and like being in nature and exploring and um, I have a bunch of, I have two kitties and a puppy and I love just hanging out with them and they just soothe my soul. And yeah, other than art, I think that's, I mean, I have a lot of passions, but um, I feel like art consumes me. <laughs> I like to read. Um, yeah. Well, you can definitely see that in your work that that inspiration from nature comes through very strongly. Yeah, I try to put it in because it it's like my biggest thing for those emotions for me. It's the biggest trigger for those 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 feelings. So it's easy to kind of put that in there. Right on. So what else are you working on? What what do you have planned for the future? What can people look forward to coming from Lunar Lilt and Chelsea Sky? I've been working on a oracle deck. I don't know. Oh, you're <laughs> killing me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, collective scream. Everybody get in line. Me first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. I, I've been, I have all the ideas down for the cards. I just need to make the art and do the kind of the meanings. And that can take a while for me because um, I always just kind of uh, it's like no it has this and this and this and this meaning so it's um yeah but it's been fun and I am excited I don't know where I'm gonna how I'm gonna release it if I'm gonna try to do a kickstarter or what but um I'm really excited it's really fun that's amazing and just from one card lover to another I don't mind a big book like, give me all the goodies. <laughs> Tell me all the symbols and all the meaning. Like, I live for it. So okay. don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chelsea. Well, this has been amazing. And before we go, I want people to know where they can find you. How can they learn more about their work? And how can they support you and the work that you do? Yeah, so um, I have a website, lunarlilt.com. I don't know. Should I spell it out? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So it's L-U-N-A-R-L-I-L-T.com. And it's hard. I know it's hard to like spell. It's such a, it's a word I made up. So I mean, two words that I just meshed together, but um, my website, um, I'm on pretty much every social media platform by the same name. And I just recently um, started a little website where I have my portfolio to connect all my different modalities and, and creations because I have so many and that's just chelseasky.art and that one's easy to find and then yeah you can support me by I have a lot of offerings on my 
website and I have an Etsy shop. I have a Patreon. There's quite a few ways that I'm just um, sharing art and anything that works for you works for me. <laughs> I have a lot of different avenues. <laughs> All right, folks. So no excuses. You can find <laughs> Chelsea online for sure. she's left all avenues open for the universe to bless her so let us help support another beautiful awakened creator live her most fabulous creative life thank you so much for coming on the show chelsea thank you it's been amazing i had so much fun talking about all that (laughs) i love rambling on (laughs) yeah it was great time well i don't know about you but i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that episode. Creativity is such a powerful vehicle for healing, but admittedly, sometimes our fears and our doubts can stop us from stepping into our creativity. So if you've tried pursuing a different path like I did or like Chelsea did, but you still felt unfulfilled because you knew you were meant to do something creative and you are ready to stop pretending and start living out your truth, And I want you to go to creativerebirthonline.com to learn more about Awaken Creator's amazing online program designed to help you heal your creativity blocks using the powerful wisdom of the chakras. And if you're not already a member of the Awaken Creator's family, come on over to Instagram. We're having a lot of fun inspiring each other over there at awaken.creators. And you can check out our latest freebies and offerings at weareawakencreators.com. Thank you so much for listening, liking, sharing, and subscribing. Keep creating, keep elevating, and remember you can change the world with your joy. Much love.